0: Welcome back to the Hardworking Man Podcast. I'm Rachel.
1: And I'm Heath. This is now going to be our last podcast that we air on the Hardworking Man channel. But they're still going to be all on YouTube as well as the other platforms. I'll pin a comment in the comment section with a link to the Hardworking Man Podcast YouTube channel. The only difference is it says podcast at the end. So if you like these podcasts, if you want to listen to them on YouTube, you still can, and you just have to listen on our other channel because the mixing the podcasts with our normal video content just wasn't working with the YouTube algorithm. So make sure to Stella check the pin comment. Still a YouTube, still Spotify, still everything. Just a different YouTube channel. A lot of you have found it. Not all of you have. But we hope everyone can find it that enjoys listening to these and enjoys commenting back and forth with us and getting to know us. Because we have a lot of fun with these. But we had to separate it for, I guess, business aspects for the YouTube purpose of things. Just
0: to streamline it. So that one will only have podcasts on it. Nothing else.
1: And our other channel will have all of our regular videos on it. So hopefully you enjoy watching both. But if you like one or the other, it's going to be two separate channels, but still both on YouTube and the podcast will also be available on other platforms. Right.
0: Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, etc.
1: And I think spring is finally here. You never really know in Michigan because like, we get five what you think is springs a year, but I think mm-hmm. it might be here. Like, I walked outside this morning and it just felt like spring.
0: Well, we have our first outdoor baseball practice today, so that means spring is coming.
1: <laughs> well, not really, because in Michigan we play baseball in snowstorms.
0: Well, we have snow in <laughs> spring, technically, right?
1: <laughs> I guess so.
0: Well, I, I did see something that said we no longer will have a day where the sun sets before 6 p.m. until like October, so we are on our way. Yes,
1: thank goodness for the days getting longer, because that means there's more sun to dry the mud up. And speaking of days getting longer, that reminds me of a story about me arguing with someone at my work who called me an idiot because we were talking about daylight savings time. And I was like, why does daylight savings time exist? Like I'm over it. Like we need to get rid of it or whatever one, the one when you set the clocks back, if that's standard time or savings time, whatever, we need to quit setting the clocks back. And I think most people would agree. I don't remember which one it was, but it was regarding daylight savings time. (laughs) and
0: it's probably why I argued with you you don't (laughs) even know what you're saying But
1: no at that time i knew what it was but there i said i'm sick of this we don't need it like there's no point in it because initially what that was for was so that the farmers had more daylight during the daytime hours to work in the fields is what i was taught and they told me that the reason we do daylight savings time was so that the sun is in the sky for one hour longer each day so the crops get more sun and can grow better. And they were dead set that I was an idiot and didn't know what I was talking about and that they were right. And it blew my mind that they literally thought that changing the clocks Made the sun stay in the sky longer so crops could grow longer. And right. I was the idiot.
0: That the clock dictates the sun. <laughs>
1: the crops do grow better when you change the clock because they get an hour more of sun every day was their argument. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm supposed to work with some pretty smart people like we shouldn't have not smart people doing my job there's not
0: smart people everywhere so if you're one who thinks that (laughs) the the sun is out there longer sorry anyone
1: who (laughs) thinks that we get an hour more of sun time when daylight savings time hits you're wrong and you can put in the comments that you're gonna unsubscribe to hardworking man (laughs) and we don't need you
0: (laughs) right the sun is out the same amount of hours regardless of what time it says on the clock
1: because in the winter the days are shorter and the nights are longer. And it's
0: just really, really nice to not have it be dark at 5 o'clock anymore like it, that.
1: It is. Because if I get out of work, if I work till noon and I go to sleep at 1, when I wake up, it's dark. But soon in the summer, it's light, I feel like, till like 9, 9.30. So I'll maybe wake up when really there's still some daylight, time. which is cool.
0: You you only sleep like four hours anyways. I don't know who you're fooling.
1: I try to sleep more. You,
0: you'll, you yeah. can't
1: sleep during the day. That's why... I People that work midnights die sooner.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's proven. It's not fun.
1: I don't like it, but sometimes I get my sleep. I get more sleep now than I used to work in midnights. And part of that is because two of our four kids are in college. Because I don't like missing my kids' stuff. So if I work midnights and then the kids have something going on, I try not to miss it. So I would give up my sleep to be there to, whether it be coach or watch or bring somebody somewhere or do anything. But now, with two of the kids gone, our schedule's not much lighter, but there's less I'm required to do, I guess. Right. Right? There's
0: still activities going on every weekend and most days of the week, but it's only two kids instead of four kids' worth of scheduling. Right. And only
1: one kid who can't drive. So they would all overlap
0: in the past. And we'd have to divide and be like, you go here, you go here. Where now we can go to stuff together, but we're, you know, still. As busy. Yeah,
1: so if there were two practices with two kids who can't drive, I don't get to sleep because I'm driving a kid to practice, and she's taking another kid. Where now there's only one kid who can't drive, so only one of us has to be there to take kids to practice, and I don't go. We don't go watch their practices. Some parents go to all the practices. We're not those people. Like drop Damn. them off, we'll pick them up. We're usually there when they're done. We usually don't leave because they're playing further away now. Yeah, right.
0: It takes me half an hour to get Zachary to practice, and I just sit in the parking lot. He practices. There's like an industrial complex, and they have a building that they rent out for indoor baseball practice because... We live in Michigan. We live in Michigan. So uh, I just sit in the parking lot for the hour and a half of practice. (laughs) Or go shopping, but...
1: Southern states, they can play baseball and outdoor sports all year long and practice somewhere. Yeah. here in Michigan in the Midwest, you either don't get to do it for a long time or you have to go to intro- indoor facilities, which are becoming more prevalent. But, but
0: to use the indoor facilities, you have money. to be on a team. And then the team, you have to pay a lot of money to be part of the team. So, yeah, it's... But
1: you only get kids for a, a short amount of time. So yeah, I don't I've, think
0: we'll regret that doing this, spending your time doing this. And
1: not because we think they're going to become professional athletes. But what I love is what they learn from sports, like what they learn. They learn to work. They learn to be part of a team. They learn how to deal with failures. They learn all of this stuff. Well, they learn how do they
0: have to go to practice when they don't want to. You got to
1: work for stuff (laughs) you don't want. Doing stuff that's uncomfortable is how you get better. It's how you get stronger. It's how you grow as a person. And Our youngest, he doesn't really he always wants to play every sport, but he really doesn't love practice. I mean
0: nobody likes practice, but he Well he less
1: than likes practice.
0: (laughs) He's never excited to go to practice, no matter what the sport.
1: (laughs) But we've always told our kids like as much effort as you put in, that's how much we'll put behind you. If you wanna just go play, have fun, then by all means go play and have fun with your friends. But I'm not gonna spend all this money for that. If you're gonna work hard, if you're gonna like my mate, He's getting up at 5 in the morning, going to the gym. He's doing all this stuff, going and running. Zach is doing the same. Like, these kids put in effort, and we don't make them because if they don't want it, us wanting it for them isn't going to get them good enough to maybe play at the next level. So...
0: Yeah, Heath is not up at 5 a.m. doing a workout and having his kids join No, this is natural.
1: (laughs) This is all natural. Like, my physique, I was just blessed with it.
0: (laughs) The whole model what you want them, Heath's not modeling.
1: (laughs) I'm teaching them. I'm teaching them from what I didn't do as a kid. I actually did. I did grind as a kid. Like, when I was in high school, I worked out all the time, and it just didn't matter because genetics do play a role in it. I graduated high school at 112 pounds. I was 5 foot nothing, I worked out every day and I never got bigger. Like, I don't know what it was. I got bigger later. I'm continually getting bigger now. (laughs) But, like, you got to put the work in. And I put the work in, but it's more than just the work in most sports. You got to have some ability. You got to have the heart. You got to have the drive, but you also got to have the work. Like, I always say, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So, you got to have both.
0: That's right. Thankfully, now, though, (laughs) we have outdoor practice. Well, just one. It's probably going to snow. It will
1: probably (laughs) snow. And who knows what shape the fields are in because if they're not turf, they're probably mud. It's going to be a little muddy. They're probably long grass because you're not getting mowers on them yet.
0: Now, and we don't have cleats yet for this season because kids' feet just keep growing. So I'm not going to buy anything until I know we're in the season. This is the size. Put them on. And they'll probably be small by the end of. The season, like in August, end of July. So I get to go buy cleats on the way to practice today. our
1: youngest boy (laughs) is about to be the tallest of our children, I believe. And like last year, he got his baseball pants at the beginning of the season. (laughs) And by the end of the season, they were capris and they were fairly tight. Fairly
0: tight. (laughs) There's a little bit of bootyliciousness that is genetics for our children. (laughs) None of them are lacking in that department.
1: No, so hopefully they still fit by the end of the year because you buy uniforms at the beginning of the year and they're team uniforms, so...
0: You got to pick a size like and hope they still work. not
1: necessarily just a white baseball pant that no, you can you go to the go store and No, you don't go buy them buy. on your own. You like, have they'll have to. custom colors or whatever. They're
0: all ordered at the same time and you just hope that it works. One year <laughs> we had for him, they did not get his last name right on his jersey at all.
1: Well, no, the, I think the they name. had his last name right. They had the, name name but right. but they the had number wrong. wrong. And then they got his number. So there were two kids on our team with the same number. And then they reordered his jersey because he was the one with the wrong number. And then he got the correct number and they spelled his last name with an extra letter. And then they reordered it, but I don't think we got it before the season was over. So I thought he, played. he had
0: three jerseys and he they may were have all have got wrong. it right at the end. No, nah, well, maybe at the very, like the last game it showed up, right? Like, okay. But that was the problem. See, I think these teams should order from local print shops. Like, don't order from a company that's in China where you you have this issue. Like, I would rather pay, you know, it's not going to be that much more. And then you're supporting a local business. But, like, when you order from a company in China, you have no one that you're talking to directly. You're just emailing or hoping somebody... I mean, and I know our communications, we get companies all the time emailing us that are Chinese-based companies, and they, the communication is not great. <laughs> there's a lot left lost in translation. And yeah, so then you end up with that problem, where Let's, you could just bring it to the guy down the road and say, this is what we need, and it'd be done that day.
1: Like with a lot of stuff. Like, I, I mean, I'm like everyone. I like saving money. You got to save money these days. But there's a lot of stuff where I would rather pay a little bit extra and just get a quality product and get it right and have somebody that you can talk to like that's huge in my opinion
0: because we shouldn't have dealt with that we should have had they should have had a jersey out the next day shipped to us like we should have had it by that weekend there's no reason we had to wait that long and then have it be wrong and then Have it another, and it wasn't just us. Somebody else had a problem with that order, and it was like, "What? It shouldn't be this difficult." Like,
1: it was definitely. This is your job. It's
0: not like you're like, "Oh, I never do this. I don't know." Like, this is specifically what you do. (laughs) Why are you screwing it up so bad? Like, just ship it out.
1: And we do. I mean, I seek out companies that will stand behind their stuff, and if you make a mistake, because there's always going to be, there can potentially be an issue. Stuff fails, there can be mistakes, mm-hmm. but how you handle that failure, or that mistake, just like in life, if you have a business, that makes a huge difference, and if I'm going to continue dealing with you or not.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people really miss that customer service.
1: Yeah, it's going away because you have to do a lot of the stuff yourself these days, well, whether and it's checking are, out at the grocery store or anything.
0: I get it. People are like, they're so demanding and they're so rude. Like I ran a business where I sewed baby shoes. And on Etsy, I had a business for it was like fourteen years I did this. And for the most part, like my the people who ordered from me were amazing. They were wonderful, lovely people. And then there were a few bad apples who would, you know, it was like there was a middle of a hurricane, someone ordered it from me up in Michigan, and they're down in Florida. Guess what? Your mail is going to be delayed because there's a hurricane. I can't control that. She
1: shipped them. Like I shipped it out out on
0: time. I did everything I was supposed to do. I provided you know you get the shipping uh the tracking number like everything and this woman was like it didn't show up, didn't show up, and I was like, that's not my you know like I did everything I could and it's still it's, in row
1: there was a hurricane there was and a she hurricane. was demanding a full refund, yeah, like like no you're not your your product is shipped. it wasn't Rachel's fault, but I didn't there do has her. been times like when she ran her business that people would get them. And maybe they made a mistake and they measured their kid's foot wrong or there was. And Rachel would always make that right. And Yeah,
0: I would just be like, that's, that's fine, of, I'll ship you out a new pair or whatever. Or I even but had, a hurricane.
1: <laughs> a hurricane I couldn't handle.
0: And she was very mean and very rude. Yeah. And, you know, rather than try to like, you know, whatever, I don't have to be. I just refunded her money. And then I got a notification like the next day that, that it was were delivered. Delivering. And but. I was like, hmm. Some, you know, but that's all right.
1: <laughs> you, take, you take your lump sometimes, I guess. But I'd rather be that company or that person that took care of a person that you probably shouldn't have than one that doesn't take care of someone that you shouldn't right.
0: have. Right. Like, it's it was minimal. I mean, yeah, I'm out the money and the time that I spent creating this order, but whatever. So if people are going to act like that, I feel like you got bigger issues and I'll just get you out of my <laughs> hair and be gone.
1: Right. And just don't deal with them. No, <laughs> but I
0: did. I would have, cause they were, you know, baby booties. So there's like one for each foot. And I've had people, I had people that would email me and be like, uh, so we lost one of them like at the park, like whatever. Is there any way I could, you know, get another? And I was like, no problem. And I just mail them another one, like just one single booty. So I did try to like, Do you know that? So, when you're like making such an effort to do such great customer service, and then you have people that are just taking advantage and are rude to you, and you know that you're not the problem. kind of stings a little and it's but, not so fun but then don't own a business is kind of like yeah, you're all, gonna deal all with it. Part
1: of it and you still you haven't run that business for years it's
0: been like four years and, and people still will still people reach
1: out to her and be like oh my gosh my sister just had a baby yeah, i can't you find know? your shop like <laughs>
0: right
1: get, these were the best shoes ever and rachel just... even though she doesn't do it she'll figure out what she can and right.
0: like get them some want? booties <laughs> You gotta keep
1: the babies happy.
0: (laughs) I know. The funny thing is when I'd say I had a booty business on the internet. Oh yeah. People all thought I was talking about something else. (laughs) That was before like
1: OnlyFans. (laughs) That was before
0: lots of people had booty businesses.
1: This I was like, legit. no,
0: they're baby booties, like they're little slip-on shoes. Does that make you feel better?
1: <laughs> but do not email us and ask her to make you baby booties. It's only if you're a return customer. <laughs> okay.
0: Friends and family. She's
1: not reopening the store. We got too busy. <laughs> we didn't have time for it.
0: No, actually, I quit doing it in during. Um,
1: when we moved.
0: No, during. Well, no, that was a little bit. But I quit permanently was during COVID. Because I couldn't source the elastic or the materials that I needed to make the booties. I feel like we
1: should get a government settlement for going out of business during COVID. Yeah. A few million dollars. I should
0: have applied for one of those loans that everybody got.
1: (laughs) Right. But no. The ones you don't ever pay back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's why
0: I had to quit it. Because everybody was buying all the elastic up that I used to make homemade masks.
1: Yeah. They were.
0: So I couldn't. I was like, well, I cannot run a business. Have people make... You know keep orders coming in and not be able to make them because i can't i can't find what you i did need shut
1: the shop down when we moved when because we, moved, we got so busy moving and remodeling and everything but the well, kitchen
0: we had to turn my office which was a you know work zone into a bedroom again so i had to just close it all down
1: right and then when she reopened it's hard to, like, you build as you go, and you build your customer base, and you build your return customers, and your word of mouth. So when she closed for, what was it, like six months, like, it took a big hit, but then she got it going again, and then Elastic disappeared. Elastic disappeared. And then we just got too busy, and well, she was and having to work too hard because she did too good of a job. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, this isn't what you were doing it for. At that time, we had all the young kids. We were starting to get busier and busier, and she did this. To have a job. To have a business. Just
0: to have some While she had the extra
1: time. And we were starting to run out of extra time. Well,
0: because so. I'm always making stuff and creating things. Like even now, I'll make for people that graduate high school, um, like a t-shirt quilt. So it's like all their t-shirts from when they went to, like all their sporting team jerseys. Or camp t-shirts from, you know, the different sporting camps they've gone to. Just whatever. And then make a big quilt with all that. So that, I get people asked. And I... I do not like making those.
1: <laughs> but she always does it. I'm but, like, and people she does it too ask, cheap. I'm like, you're like, not charging enough. If you don't, don't have time, you don't cheap. want it. It is too cheap. It's
0: expensive. For a blanket that they provide the But it's most a lot of time and a lot of, of work. It takes a lot of time. And I do not enjoy it. If I didn't have to sew, because I sew on like a stabilizer on the back of these, the jerseys and stuff. Because the, otherwise they just won't stay looking nice after you wash it. And that part I hate. The whole ironing and steaming that together. If I didn't have to do that, I wouldn't hate it so much. Like, I I haven't made one for either one of our kids. And, in fact, Joe wants me to. And I have his stuff sitting there.
1: Well, (laughs) I feel like this. If you go back a few episodes, then I called Rachel a procrastinator. And she denied that fact. She literally has had people, hey, can you make this quilt for my kid? Yeah, absolutely. Let me get the t-shirts from you. And she'll get them. And then they'll sit there for a month, two months, three months, four months. they don't
0: tell me when they need it done by.
1: And then they'll be like, hey, uh, any update on that quilt? And Rachel will be like, oh, when did you need it by? And they're like, Thursday. I need it by Thursday. (laughs) And Rachel's like, oh, yeah, it'll be done. I'll get it. And so on Wednesday, she starts. And then on Wednesday, she finishes it, and it's ready for Thursday. That's because you take up
0: all my time. That's a
1: procrastinator. I I do not take up all your time. It's not
0: like I'm just sitting here with absolutely nothing else going on, nothing to do. And then I'm just like. I take up do, all do. your
1: time. I you take do. up a good amount of your you time, do. but you spend some of your time you, reading effect. books and there was one day enjoying your life. I There's was no going... time for that right now. Fool.
0: <laughs> there was one time when I had to do that and then you wanted me to go up with you somewhere and you like pouted the whole day because your little Rachel didn't go with you. I probably
1: had a plan that I needed you mm-hmm. for.
0: Right. Like I said, you take up I mean, my time. I need one day and you had months. You were... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long I had to do it. That was when I was doing it. And it didn't work out with your plan.
1: I probably had it scheduled and written on Mm -mm. the calendar, pre-planned out, and I was excited to spend time with you. And then you stripped it away from me.
0: (laughs) No, that's not how it works. I bet it is. It is. Wake up in the morning and be like, whoa, let's go right now. And then you're mad if I like, well, hold on. I've got things I got to do.
1: I think I usually tell you. So... This is what happened in our life. Like, Rachel has this calendar. She writes everything on there. And then I ask her, hey, when is this? And she's like, look on the calendar. Because I used to have access to my wife cloud, but I didn't pay my monthly subscription. And now my my access is limited. Rachel's like, I don't want to tell you it if you can figure it out yourself. So I go look on the calendar. I try to figure this stuff out on my own, but it's easier just to ask her. But so... A few years ago and I would tell her like hey I want to do this and I don't plan ahead a lot like I'll wake up in the morning and I never know what I'm gonna do but when I wake up in the morning I feel like if I have a plan Rachel should already know my plan because we've been together for so long she should be in tune with me so if I'm like we're gonna go up and we're gonna do firewood up at the property and I don't know that until the morning when I wake up and then I'm like hey what are you doing and she's like oh I don't know I'm like okay let's go do let's go do firewood and she's like oh well I got this to do and this to do and this to do Then I'm like, what the heck? Like I had an idea to go do this and she wasn't ready. But there are times when I tell her, Hey, like next Wednesday, we're going to go do this. And she's like, okay. And then Wednesday comes and I'm like, Hey, are you ready? And she's like, no, what are you talking about? You never told me. And that will you, the kids have done this. I've done it. We 100% tell her, well, was it the 4th of July or labor day? She was at my brother's, at their cottage. Oh, you're going to blame
0: the concussion for She this? was
1: on a tube, and they couldn't throw her off. And all of a sudden, my brother, you know, we're competitive. So he's like, oh, you're going to hold on? I'm going to whip you off. And goes and goes and goes. And finally, she gets whipped off so bad, she gets concussed. And ever since then, she doesn't remember what I tell her. It's been years. I think and she still blames the concussion.
0: I, I don't blame the concussion. <laughs> you just blame the concussion. I think you tell me in your head...
1: No, I tell you. I
0: think you have conversations The kids have the
1: same thing. They tell out. you stuff.
0: But what, what am I doing? Like, literally, you're sitting in the same room with me, and we ca- I can't even talk to you unless you and, I go, you know, hey, hey, are you listening to me? Are you paying attention? Can I speak to you now? And yeah. you're like, I'm reading. I'm a you hearing disabled get my veteran attention. with
1: auditory processing so disorder. So you
0: think that if you talk to me and I'm reading a book, like you just pointed out that I read books, that I know what you said. So well, you because you're good at multitasking. You didn't tell not. me. You probably told me when I was reading.
1: No, I tell you, sometimes I I get your attention and I tell you, and the kids, they can be my witness. They usually don't witness on my side. It's usually Rachel and the kids versus me. (laughs) But in this case, the kids are like, Mom, we told you. We told you we were going to do this. No, I never heard of it. I've never heard a thing about it. I'm like looking at the kids and they're like, Dad, we told her. I'm like, I know we did.
0: Oh, please. I feel like that's just a made-up story.
1: I feel like the corner's turning where the kids are going to be on my side more. I think it is. Because no. your bribes are running out.
0: <laughs> I haven't bribed anybody.
1: That know, bribe a but they know who to go to the store with. It's not dad. Especially our daughter. She's coming home for spring break, and I'm worried about what she's going to sucker you into. She'll be like, hey, mom, do you want to go for a ride with me in the car? And the next thing you know, they're at the store, and she's got a shopping cart full of stuff thinking mom's going to buy it. And then she, I think she's got a plan. She puts in twice as much as she wants, and mom's like, No way I'm getting you all that. I'll get you half. And that's all she really wanted was half because our kids are smart. That's all right. Where with dad, they don't even put stuff in the cart because they know it's probably not going to happen.
0: Yeah, because dad only likes to buy things for himself. No,
1: I buy stuff in (laughs) support of the family.
0: (laughs) The kids are like, why did dad tell us we don't have any money? And then he comes home with a four-wheeler. That's an investment. You can't (laughs)
1: pass that up. Investments are different than expenditures. And our kids... You know what? When they grow up, they're going to look back and be like, wow, our dad was a genius. He was so brilliant. I
0: don't think they're going to
1: say that. He always said that investments were different than expenses, and he was so right.
0: I mean, they're...
1: It's going to hit them one day, and they're going to realize, like, we grew up with a genius as a father. You
0: know that voice you're talking in? That's your lying voice. (laughs) That's when he's telling a tall tale. He's, man,
1: then they're going to do this. It could really happen. It's like
0: he's creating this new reality that's not... (laughs) Hair. <laughs> so you're telling
1: me that you don't look back on anything that your parents did when you were a kid and be like, you know what? They were right.
0: My parents? Yeah. Like what?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like you look back and you like... I would have to think like, long yeah. and hard. <laughs> your parents weren't that bad. I'd
0: have to say...
1: Well, I look back <laughs> on my parents and stuff that I didn't agree with when they were kids. I'm like, "You know what that makes sense, like I get it. They had to punish me, so I would learn. They had to do this even though they didn't want to. like they had to make these decisions and so a lot of us look back as we get older and we realize our parents were were right and were really smart and good looking and I think our kids will do that one day <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, it's that voice. It's that voice, that tall There's tale no, voice. I don't think his my voice has changed. It totally switches when he's telling she a She says fake it story. changes
1: when I talk to my mom, Oh, too. my gosh.
0: I know the second if it's his mom, he's like,
1: hi. Oh, hi. whatever. You're full of it.
0: Hello. He talks in this little high pitch. And I'm like, that's your mom, isn't it? Mm. My mom will
1: still make me sandwiches. My wife won't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, the worst part when you're sick, you were like... Can you go make, not just like a quick little, you're like, I want a fried chicken sandwich with this and this, like a gourmet meal. And I was like,
1: when you're sick, you need certain stuff. It's like women (laughs) when they're pregnant and they're like, I need peanut butter and pickles. I was like, like, that's cool. I just needed a chicken sandwich. it's
0: quite a tall order all of a sudden.
1: (laughs) You weren't doing anything.
0: (laughs) Evidently not. I was just there for you.
1: Bringing up people being sick. Who will agree? We were talking about this at work the other day. Men get sicker than women. Like, tell me that's not true. Like, when we're sick, I think it hits us harder than when women get sick. Because women are always like, oh, you're sick. You act like you're dying. Like, us men, we really almost die when we get sick. Like, that's a real (laughs) thing, I think. Yeah, it's different. It hits us different.
0: Yeah, that's because you can go and, like, if I'm sick and I'm laying in bed, I will have three of you come up and go, so what's for dinner? And literally (laughs) ask. Even if you're like, well, I'm not asking because I'm expecting you to make it. I just wondered if you had any ideas. Like, what
1: you want. I'm trying to service that's your not needs. It.
0: That's not it. So that's kind of like Because like when I'm sick, I wanted sick. a chicken
1: sandwich. So when you're up there, I'm like, hey, girl, I love you. <laughs> I know you're not feeling good. No. What would you like for dinner? Anything you want, I will make. No. At an expert level. See, and you, you got think, that voice.
0: He literally turned into that voice. And you think
1: that that's me asking you for input of what to make. I know what I would make myself. A ribeye or a pizza. I'd, well, I'd buy the pizza, or I'd make the ribeye. I don't need your help with those decisions. Or and if those don't work, I'm gonna make a, a nice burger. Look, but I want to know what you want so that I can fulfill your you're wants. Such, and needs. Why
0: do you talk like that? <laughs> There's it is no so change. Awful. It's such lies. We got
1: recorded proof now. Yeah. My voice is We're gonna the same. hear. You're gonna
0: hear your voice. Change into this.
1: I don't talk like that, <laughs> Rachel.
0: It changes. You you go from this booming blah, blah, blah to like creating a, it's like a creative writing assignment. You're just making this whole <laughs> because thing. Because it's
1: passion. I'm passionate about my love for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, our kids are going to watch this and go, Dad is such a liar. He is so cringe. But when our kids are our
1: age, they're going to watch this and go, you know what, Dad was right that whole time. And he was a genius.
0: Mom is such a jerk.
1: (laughs) They have said you're a jerk before.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) That's fine. I always say you want your kids to uh, listen to you, or your boys. I think maybe boys, especially. I want my boys to respect me as a woman and to respect me as an authority figure. And I think you have to be a little crazy, or they won't. <laughs> like, you, just you a do little. have them
1: convince that you're a little crazy well, sometimes. Well, just
0: because they like to push limits and they like to see what they can get away with. And if they're not quite sure, like if mom is actually going to do... Like if my mom says, if you do that, then this is going to happen. And they're like, mm, pretty sure she might... There's a chance. There's a chance my mom is going to march out there on the baseball field and whoop my tail on the way back. So I'm probably not going to do that.
1: Well, our kids know not to show disrespect to people out in the sports fields because we see it. Like you see kids <laughs> out there, and if that was my kid... They would mom would be pulling them off the field by their mom ear. Would. And but Dad would be telling the coach, sit him on the bench well, and he's doing a run laps when it's over. Like we don't play with we that. We don't play. We raise our kids to be respectful, whether they agree with someone or disagree. You be respectful to people. You don't be disrespectful and we right. see it all too much. Well, but there's like, a lot
0: of parents who allow that and are like well, I told them. I told them and then they act like they, or don't they have a Or if you
1: do this, this is like, going to happen and it never does. And they never they never do. figure that out quick.
0: That's why I said, you just got to like, hmm, do you think I would go do that? And they're like, mm, maybe, maybe I'm just not <laughs> risking I'm not risking My it.
1: might, mom might do that. <laughs> Like there are times like, you know, when you're dealing with kids and you get heated and I'll say like, if you do that, you're grounded for seven years. Like they know that that one isn't real. But when I tell them when we're talking, because every time that we have to discipline our kids or talk to our kids about a potential issue or whatever, if things get heated, you know, because they do, you go back and we explain, listen, this is why we say this. This is why we would have to punish you. This is why you're receiving this punishment. Because it translates into life, so that they understand. We've done this since they were young. Like this is why we have to do this. And yes, you're not grounded for seven years, but you are going to be grounded for three days, and that really does happen. So like the heated, the heated ones, they know probably aren't real, but they know when we say if this doesn't happen, this is going to happen, it does. And all too often, whether it be coaches, parents, whatever it is, bosses, if you see it with the people, and they're like, hey, if you do that again, this is going to happen. And they do it again, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. And then they do it again, and it, this is your last chance. And it's never a last chance. Our kids know. You don't get that this is your last chance. Like, if we say this, this is going to happen when we're not maybe a little overheated. When we well, say this, that's what's going to happen.
0: Well, that's, yeah. Man,
1: just... mom has that little bit of crazy that they don't know what's going to happen, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one who brought that up. Don't look at me like I called you crazy. Well,
0: I think you do. You have to be a little bit, a little crazy.
1: You're going to be like, up. oh, he said I was crazy mom. No. You said you were a crazy mom. i just
0: looking at you because you're, I just, you just like to go a little further than I'd like sometimes. Hey,
1: you know, I'm <laughs> going to say it like I see it, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, this crazy mom will defend you and will, you know, I will... Uh, n- not only threaten other people and follow through too so you bet I got everybody's back
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be i ain't gonna, we were talking about this the other day and I know we talk a lot about sports but that's been a lot of that's our, life, our life, life lately so like you you grow as a, as a sports parent when your first kids in and you're this and that and as you get more kids and as a parent as a sports parent as anything you, you change and you adapt and you learn over time and we were talking like, I, le- I legitimately get hangry. Oh. And if you take me on a sleep deprivation and hangry, no. like it can be bad. Like most of the time when we go to our kids' sports, like I understand the officials are there doing their best job. Most of the time they're not biased. There are some times when they are, like I don't yell at the kids. I don't yell at the officials. I don't yell at the coaches. Like I mostly sit there in silence. But there was a time when I was tired and I was hangry and my daughter hit her first ever home run (laughs) in high school softball. She hit an absolute laser beam over the fence. It was a no doubter. There was a runner on base and it gave us a one run lead with one inning to go. Like it was awesome. An awesome experience. And the umpire from behind home plate said that the ball went under the fence because it left as a laser beam. And the fence, mind you, was buried into the ground and tied into the ground. It was impossible for a ball to go underneath the fence.
0: In fact, he demonstrated. He called How it a ground rule
1: double. And I was like, I was going out to get my daughter's first ever home run ball so she could keep it. And as I'm going out there, I see the umpire come out and point her back to second base. And I was like, what? he goes it went under the fence and I said no it didn't like so I'm yelling in exchange back and forth with the umpire and I'm now out in the woods and I have the ball well,
0: another and he's parent saying was out there with you and another
1: you parent in. from behind the dugout was saying like it's impossible the fence is buried in the ground and so I just asked the umpire at this point I was still somewhat calm I was like come out here I said this fence is buried in the ground it cannot go under the fence and he walked out to shortstop and he said it went under the fence it's a ground rule double and i started whipping the ball at, at the bottom fence. of the fence proving that it couldn't go over See, under i was under. like it can't it's impossible cuz i I'm, now i'm heated i'm hangry i'm sleep deprived and you're stealing my daughter's first ever high school home run and her only ever high school home run cuz then
0: she was done after that and COVID and Like
1: it just, yeah, so I did get heated and I got back, I got back to my seat and I said something like, that was a terrible call. A loud, he too. said something back and I was like, I said one or two more things. And he said, one more word and I'm throwing you out of here. And I said, you can't throw me out of here. I'm leaving. And he said, that's it. You're gone. I said, you can't kick me out. I'm already leaving. I can't watch this anymore. So I was hot. And I got back to the car, and I didn't get to watch the rest of the game. And I realized, you know what? Even though I was right, and he was wrong, and he robbed my daughter, and I normally don't get like that, but sleep deprived and hangry, I went there There, and I waited and to apologize because I try to teach my kids the right thing to do. So I'm waiting for this umpire after the game. Probably not. You were waiting for him. Well, parents did. They're like, "You got to leave. You can't." I was "Like, no." Like they thought I was going to fight this guy. Like that's not. No matter how hangry I get, that's not going to happen. But so I waited and I went and I apologized and I didn't even tell him he was wrong again. I just apologized for how I acted, but I, I could get hangry, but I'd try. I mean, it's loud, I, right? I admitted my mistake, even though he was wrong. We were right. Everyone knew it. Even the girls on the other team. This is what, this is what started this conversation. This is what started me talking about this is the girls on the other team. Some of them played with my daughter on her travel team and my daughter was embarrassed. And her friends were like, one, that was a no-doubt home run. That was a terrible call. And two, I wish my dad cared about me that much that he would do what your dad did. And so even though I was in the wrong a little bit, it made me feel good that those girls were like, your dad is awesome. Like, my dad wouldn't have done that. So... Being hangry and sleep deprived actually got me like a dad Even point. Even
0: years later, girls are like, "Remember your dad?" Yeah, <laughs> but they
1: they liked it because I was fighting for well, my girl.
0: And the next day at school, like the uh, the coach would put in like accomplishments, and he put, oh yeah, she got they a said Megan
1: hit her first yeah, home run because <laughs> like, it was a no doubter, we're not man. Taking
0: this away from they her. took it away
1: from her in the game, which we ended up winning, but it still got in the announcements and. Like, like I said, girls on her team and girls from the other team were like, Your dad's awesome. Like, I love your dad. So, what it was not necessarily how I should have wow. handled myself, still, it was for the right reasons. And so I came out ahead, I think. I
0: say that when people have crazy parents, too. I'm like, Your dad's awesome. <laughs>
1: you no, so entertaining. They thought I was really awesome, <laughs> not awesome because I was there causing a I'm spectacle. Like, wow,
0: he's a lot of fun. I love when that guy's here. <laughs> Yeah, so don't get hangry. That's words of wisdom. Yeah,
1: hangry and sleep-deprived is just a bad combo, so...
0: All right, y'all. We gotta wrap this up because I gotta get out of here and take kid to practice. So and
1: they gotta go buy baseball shoes first. We gotta go get cleats Rachel's known about this for weeks. She's waited until now.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> like it's I'm the sole person responsible for this. You're just dead set, and I'm just gonna get a shirt that says "procrastinator" to make him happy.
1: I just, I mean, when you argue with me, I try to prove it's the my hyper side of fixation.
0: Things. Enough.
1: <laughs> All right. You know I love you, and you're a great mom. And you don't always procrastinate. (laughs) On that note, this is now going to be our last podcast that we air on the Hardworking Man channel. But they're still going to be all on YouTube as well as the other platforms. I'll pin a comment in the comment section with a link to the Hardworking Man podcast YouTube channel. The only difference is it says podcast at the end. So if you like these podcasts, if you want to listen to them on YouTube, you still can. And you just have to listen on our other channel because the mixing the podcast with our normal video content just wasn't working with the YouTube algorithm. So make sure to check the pin comment. Still a YouTube, still Spotify, still everything just a different YouTube channel. A lot of you have found it. Not all of you have, but we hope everyone can find it that enjoys listening to these and enjoys commenting back and forth with us and getting to know us because we have a lot of fun with these, but we had to separate it for, I guess, business aspects for the YouTube purpose of things. Just to
0: streamline it. So that one will only have podcasts on it, nothing else.
1: And our other channel will have all of our regular videos on it. So hopefully you enjoy watching both. But if you like one or the other, it's going to be two separate channels, but still both on YouTube and the podcast will also be available on other platforms. Right.
0: Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, etc.
1: So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If this is YouTube, make sure to check out the new YouTube channel for all of our future podcasts and share them with your friends if you think they'd have fun with this. If you can relate to the stories, we love the comments. Tell your hangry dad stories or your crazy mom stories whether it's you or your parents or whoever, but just, you know, engage with us. We love it. We learn about you. You learn about us and we appreciate everybody.
0: Yep. All right, guys. Have a good week.
1: Bye.